there. My name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and, of course, share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Hey, hey, thank you so much for watching, listening. Totally happy to have you here. Of course, I want you to subscribe. You're like, you say that all the time. Well, then, of course, do that. (laughs) And send these to your friends, right? Because this is a really cool series, Soothing Psalms in September. And I think everybody needs a little bit of soothing, soothing of the soul, some calming. So make sure you send these to your friends, subscribe. Going to be really, it's a really, really great series. Um, Very helpful. And here's your joke. Hello, hello. Why can't your nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. Rah, rah, rah. I know. It's really bad, <laughs> but we're going to hop into our content here, soothing Psalms in September. And the Psalm I want us to look at today is Psalm 63. And this Psalm is anchored down in David's life. Again, he's running away from Saul and he's run into what's known as the Judean wilderness. Now, Judean wilderness is a really, really desolate place. It's desolate. You can go and visit it today and it looks like a moonscape. Not quite because what happens is if when there's a rain, it's kind of like a flood and there's massive, massive erosion in this area. And so you see these big like divots of, and, and canals in the, in the ground because of the erosion. But like, you don't see anything alive there. There's I've never seen hardly anything green there. I haven't seen like even spiders scamper across the sand. Um, It is just desolate. I mean desolate. And this is where David was running away from Saul to the Judean wilderness because nobody wanted to go into the Judean wilderness. It's It's hot and there's no water and nothing. So it's just like no reason to go there. And it's, you know, you think you're just going to be a skeleton waiting to happen. Um, so this is where David is and, and he's running from Saul. It's better to be in the Judean wilderness and alive than Saul catching you and to be dead. That's what was going on in David's mind. And as he's running into this wilderness, and this is the same wilderness where Jesus was tempted by Satan, 40 days, 40 nights in the Judean wilderness. Um, and that's what we read about in Matthew four, but this is the same wilderness. So it's not a pleasant place that you want to pop a tent and hang out and, you know, relax. It's very dry, desolate, hot, and almost no water is bad news. And that's where David is. And he kind of has a choice, either here and alive or running and maybe dead because of Saul. And when he's there, he writes Psalm 63. And I think this is a really, really powerful psalm, particularly when you think of him being in the Judean wilderness. And maybe for yourself, you find yourself in a season where it's very dry and desolate and you can't find a lot of encouragement environmentally around you. Maybe you're just kind of slogging along and you're like, you know, I'd like to go and and find better environment, you know, more cushy place, you know, with some water and some, some sustenance. But you find yourself in this wilderness, like a moonscape. It's just desolate. 
And this is a great Psalm to think about because this is David speaking in that experience. And, and a couple of verses from that verse one, it says, Oh God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. I love that verse because what I read in this verse is I read that David is, is looking around him, looking at his environment and seeing all the dry and desolation and there's no life, it's no vegetation. And he takes cues from his environment to point him to God. I think that's so, so powerful, so interesting to think that we can take whatever the environment that we're in, a lot of times we think, well, you know, abundance and provision, and we like all of that. And of course we can point and look to God with that. But at the same time, when we're in a desolate, dry, and even weary time season place in our lives, we can point, let that point us to God. That's exactly what David did in this verse. Another encouraging two verses from the Psalm is uh, verses four and five. So I will bless you as long as I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul is satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth offers praise with joyful lips. How powerful is that? David is in the midst of a desert and yet he chooses to praise God, to bless God. And as he does that, then he says, my soul is satisfied with marrow and fatness and my mouth offers praise with joyful lips. Because a lot of times if we look for the, the sustenance from our environment around us, what's happening in our lives, the external, um, we'll miss the opportunity for God to feed us internally, to be our joy, to be our hope. And when we praise God, when we offer up joy on our lips to God and say, hey, you know, I, no matter what's happening around me, environmentally, any of that, I choose on the inside to exalt you, to praise you, to lift you up and to find joy and hope in you. Then it feeds us on the inside and it can be a desert on the outside, but we can have fullness and vibrant life and vitality in our own soul as we praise God and lift up our voice and honor and lift up our soul to God and say, how magnificent. And I've had that happen in my own life. I, there've been times I've been in praise and worship services, or I'll put something on, on my phone, you know, like a praise song or whatever. And I'll, I'll join into that. And, and it's so amazing that no matter what's happening around me, when I do that on the inside, there's a buoyancy. It lifts me up. So in this soothing Psalm series, I just encourage you, number one, that you keep your trust in God, that he's your anchor. And number two, that you continue to praise God and exalt God, regardless of the environment, what's happening around you. So thank you for subscribing. Hit the notification bell right there. Um, keep you posted on new content. Make sure you like this. This is great, great series and share it with your friends. And here's a question for you to answer here in the comments now. In what environment do you most easily experience God. Hmm. I know, right? You have to think about that. In what environment do you most easily experience God? As you write that in there, make sure you stay tuned because next week we're going to start a brand new series. It's going to be super fun and very encouraging. Thanks so much. 
Hey there, thanks so much for listening today. I'm super stoked to get time with you. And of course, I'd love for you to subscribe, share this with your friends, and really sense God working through you as well as in you in these words. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time.